Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm really well. Uh, how are you? Buddy, I'm doing great because I'm excited for this podcast. Yeah. I got to tell you, this is one <clears throat> we are going to get into. So MLB spring training is on. We, we weren't on last week. I had way too much stuff going on and, and, and uh, floated the boat, skipped the ship. I did something, but I wasn't here. Floated uh, your boat, huh? Ah, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. So, uh, but this week, spring training has started. I am extremely excited whenever baseball starts. Get that thing for me. Get that little piece of white fuzz. That would have been, I would, now that Adam just pulled, so for everybody who's just listening, Adam just grabbed a piece of white fuzz off my microphone. I would love to know how long from the time he saw that to the time he reached over to grab it, it took. Was it less than 10 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I decided very quickly. I don't think I'm going to be able to handle that the whole time. <laughs> I need to grab that bad boy. I need to get that now. Uh, so anyway, we got some MLB up here. Um, we obviously, we, we've got a Mount Rushmore of UCLA Bruins. Very excited about that. Learn some new stuff, especially about maybe the greatest Bruin ever. Not maybe the greatest Bruin ever. Learn some real interesting stuff about him just reading into this yeah um besides the fact that he changed his name later on in life um so ucla bruins basketball players did we say basketball players because i'm not putting jackie robinson on mine oh just kidding just kidding we just said ucla players i bet i thought we were talking about basketball okay good okay because as i said that i thought you were going like oh i put jackie robinson on mine okay did you, oh, Jackie Robinson, did he play like every sport, didn't he? Yeah, he played basketball. <laughs> he played basketball. Jackie Robinson's on Adams. <laughs> well, son of a gun, blew that one up. All right, so we got that coming. Uh, we've got Veer Das <laughs> landing uh, as our comedy special we are going to go over. And for those of you, the millions and millions of viewers that we have that watch the comedy special with us every week, and then come back to see what's going on. Is that a I see you? Is that what that was? They watch it with us. They'll watch it with us. You put the goggles on. Um, I just got to, I, I have got to say, uh, for the, I, I'm very interested in this. I, I feel like we're going to be, I think we're going to be closer than I thought. Okay. On this. I think this we're going to be closer than I thought. Yeah. Uh, we've been pretty like, polar polarizing with them lately like some pretty high numbers and then some a couple low numbers and some pretty high numbers um but but pretty close almost all the time yeah yeah we have been recently been pretty close yeah. and i think it'll continue today uh so we've got Virdas landing um adam let's start it off man with with some the the favorite my favorite part of the podcast which is tasting a reese's Here's the thing. I thought, you know what? We uh, we missed last week. I brought two different kinds. Now here here are our options. We can do oh, one options or, or oh, okay. Go we can do one or we can do two different ones while we're doing this thing. I'm gonna leave it up to you because I I have officially realized that we'll never run out of things to do. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. I thought we would run out of things within like six months and we've been doing this for over a year now yeah. eating Reese's at the beginning of every podcast. So I'm good if you want to do too. All right. So we'll start with the first one and start then with, see how we start with numero uno. I like it. This one I've had my refrigerator maybe almost three months now. 
I brought it over a couple times and we ended up doing something else, or I forgot it when I was going to bring it over, something like that. This one I've been looking forward to because it's going to be a very different one. Have you had it yet? I've not had it. Okay. In fact, I've, I saw this on the shelf in the grocery store one time. There were two left, and I've never <sighs> seen them anywhere again. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, now I'm super stoked are, about these. These are Ghost Reese's peanut butter. Cups. I like it. All right. Let's ghost it up. Let's give a shot to the organic Reese's. You've got to be peanut butter coming. <laughs> what is this? It's even got green ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The organic Reese's peanut butter cup. USD organic. USDA organic. It is USDA organic. It is Rainforest Alliance People and Nature Cocoa. Non-GMO project verified by non-gmoproject.org. Basically, these are uh, broccoli good for you. I mean, wait, let's take a look at the back of this thing. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> it's uh, This is only 230 calories for both of these. Okay. That's not bad at all. Is the serving size both? Yeah, serving size is okay. one package. I got you. Yep, you're right. I'm super stoked about this. How about bud? sugar? I, I I can't read anything. Oh, bud, you don't have your you don't have your contacts or your uh, bifocals in, do you? Total sugar sixteen grams. I don't know what that means. I think it's pretty much, but you know, <laughs> it's it's got thirteen grams of added sugar. So here's, <laughs> but it's organic, my friend. <laughs> all right, this is just straight cocoa and mashed up peanuts. This is all this is. Adam has dipped in. To the organic Reese's, and as always, Adam, first bite, but first impressions. First impression is going to be a visual one because these are a little bit, a little bit smaller, a little bit thinner. I think, if I remember right, than a regular Reese's peanut. Been so long since I ate a regular Reese's. Same, but first thing is vision. Visual. I bit into it. The peanut butter inside is a brighter white. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. It's a lighter shade. This is not. Reese's peanut butter. No, and I'm not sure it's well. It's it's not Reese's cocoa either because it's rainforest. It's you know frog frog secreted uh, <laughs> you know chocolate or whatever. Mm-hmm. I get it from the from the cocoa right out of the straight from the frog, but straight from the uh, rainforest alliance mm-hmm. and 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 the people in nature. <laughs> oh man, man, this is something here, bub. All right. No black wrapper because it's organic, so they can't put the extra paper on there. <laughs> it's free. It's free flowing here. It's no wax paper. Mm-mm. I'll go first. Seven. Seven. So yeah. here's the deal. It's good. I mean, it's a it's a chocolate. It tastes like chocolate, but this is not a Reese's. This is not Reese's. Not what you not what you think of when you taste a Reese's yeah. peanut butter cup. But I mean, if somebody put this in front of me, I'd be like, oh, somebody's trying to. This is a this is a decent play on a on a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yep, yep. It's not it, if organic is really important to you. <laughs> I mean, it's I guess it's worth it. You can still enjoy the delicious candy of Reese's from the from the folks at Reese's, and it's organic. Where did you? Means. What store shelf was this on? It was a Carragher. Mm. Kroger. The Kroger's. Let me see here. All right. What's your score, bub? I'm going with um I'm gonna try not to let you influence me, but 
I'm gonna go with um, with an eight. I'm gonna go with an eight. Both very low scores for Reese's. It is. It is. I agree with you though. Not bad. And as a matter of fact, after I took that those first couple bites, I ate that first one. I'm like, it was a strange taste to begin with. After it sat for a while, I'm like, it still doesn't taste like a normal Reese's. No, but it's it's still pretty good. Damn, chocolate wasn't bad. Peanut butter was terrible. Maybe not terrible, but not not great. But chocolate was good. All right. You're a seven. I'm an eight. So we've got uh, MLB rule changes, which we're going to get into. Uh, Before we get into that, though, I do have a question for you. Or do you have a question for me? Before you ask that question, do you want to wash it down with one other? It's another small thing. Okay. Yeah, I do. Give it a hundred percent. I want to wash that down with something because I can almost guarantee you're going to really like these. Okay, I'm a hundred percent in for Reese. I forgot about Reese's number two. Reese's number two. I was so done with Reese's number one. I I, forgot about it. I got to tell you, Happy Valentine's Day. Enjoy a pink heart. A pink heart. I love it. Oh, two of them. All right, let's go. You ain't got. You don't have to tell me twice. (laughs) Uh, Adam, speaking of Valentine's Day, now that Valentine's Day is over. Uh, the next thing that comes after that is uh, Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras, and all that good stuff. That's perfect because I've gained thirty pounds yeah. in the last couple of years. So, so. we are we are uh, Christians or Catholics or both, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, how does that whole thing work? It's if, uh, if one gra- of those things. If grandma's where- listening. We're definitely hardcore Catholic. Yeah, uh, every Catholic is a Christian, but not every Christian is a Catholic. That's right. Uh, so, Adam Schmidt, have you done anything for Lent? I, I'm not going to say it this way. I'm not going to ask you if you've given up anything for Lent, because I haven't given up anything for Lent in a very long time. However, I really try hard to just do something better hmm. for Lent. Mm-hmm. I... uh shoved Reese's peanut butter cup right in my mouth. So right as I asked, right, which was dumb, but um, I I went years without giving anything up for Lent. Mm-hmm. Not too long ago, I somebody came up with that idea, or I just heard it about doing something different. You know, we used give to, something up. We used to do it when I was little. My mom would. My mom actually, I think she wanted us to be like, okay, take the garbage out every week for Lent. Like that's what I want you to do, basically. I had nothing to do with Lent. That was <laughs> you had chores. You made you do chores, right? Anyway, last year I gave up ice cream for Lent. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I did really well, much better than I thought I would. Yeah. In fact, I went a couple weeks after Lent. Didn't even bother you once you got into a groove, right? I was good, man. I felt good. Habits. Habits, bud. It's habits. Yeah. Takes 21 days. 14 or 21 days. I, I always heard 21. 21. Um, I'm, I'm stepping it up this time. I'm going ice cream and cookies. Okay. Chris? Is it Chris? <laughs> you, yeah, if you haven't had ice cream or cookies in a while, then obviously it's messing with your mind, bud. You need to get some caffeine in it. All right, Chris, I, I think. Um, 
Did I call you something? <laughs> no. Did I screw something up? No. Okay, I'm so confused. I've right heard now. somebody else do that on their podcast. Oh, so funny. Okay. They know the person's name, obviously. Yeah. It, Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I get anyway. it. I get it. It's it's not nearly as good when you have to explain it, but I'm sure for everybody that's listening to this, probably got it and laughed at it, but I didn't get it. So you felt bad. Let's try again. When I ask you, just say just you've say, been yeah. planning this. You've been that. planning this. For two weeks, I can feel it because <laughs> you wanted to tell me about it so bad. Right. I love okay. it. <laughs> All right, Chris. Yeah, Chris. It is Chris. <laughs> I have either, and I don't say either, I say either, but I have either ice cream or cookies every single day, and that's not an exaggeration. I 100% believe that. And I've, I've, I've become much more of a cookie person than an ice cream. I was a I massive ice cream person. Well, then Lent hit last year. And you began Lent, hit, more of a Lent cookie. hit last year, and I had to replace the <laughs> ice cream with something. Exactly. So I replaced it with cookies, and ever since then, I have had both. I'm going for, I'm going for both. Now, does that mean I'm going to eat way more Reese's? Probably. Probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, man. But anyway, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm trying both. I'm try- I'm I don't know what both. I could do without. I don't know if I could go 40 days without a Penn Station chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my God. Sorry. I just oh. don't know if I could. Oh, my God. Let me ask you a question about that. Uh-huh. And we're getting off on all kinds of changes. That's okay. How many times have you walked into a Penn Station and walk, walked to the front register and they say, okay, what can I get for you? And you said, I just need to get some chocolate chip cookies. I can honestly say I've never done that. Wow. I can honestly say I've never done that. I can tell you this. Every time I go into Penn Station, every single time, I say, I don't need a cookie. I don't need a cookie. I'm not going to get a cookie. I'm not going to get a cookie. And I go up there and I order my food. And then they send you down to that other register where all the cookies are right in front of you. And they go, fries or lemonade? And I always go, nope, but I think I'll take a cookie. <laughs> and I, I wish we, I've said this before. I eat my cookie while I'm waiting for him to finish my <laughs> That's sandwich. Right. That's right. That's when I eat my cookie. I don't wait till afterwards. While I'm sitting to get my to-go I sit at a table and eat my cookie. Over the weekend, and Lent started a week ago today. Yep. Over the week, this past weekend, my dad and I went to Penn Station. I that was a test. That was a big time oh, test from God. Test. God mm-hmm. said, "You're going to Penn Station. Mm-hmm. Let's see what you. Let's see how much you care about this. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. How let's much see does how much Lent you mean care to you? About mm-hmm. How much does this 47 days or whatever it really is really matter to you, Chris?" Is it Chris? Yeah. <laughs> Chris. I did not buy. I got the regular sandwich I got. <laughs> but I got, <laughs> got you off guard that time. <laughs> he did. He got me that time. Um, I did not buy a cookie. Good for you, I man. Not buy a cookie. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. That was really good. Did my dad buy me a cookie? <laughs> did he? Yes. Oh, did you make him eat it? I said I gave up cookies for Lent. <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot." I told him that beforehand. He bought me a cookie. <laughs> He's like, That's "Oh yeah, biggest I forgot." Test ever? Did he eat it? And I said, "No." I said, "You're gonna have to eat both of those." He said, "No, nah, I can't. You're gonna have to save this for forty days, <laughs> forty-five days, forty-five or something. days, or whatever." <laughs> I said, All "Actually, right. no. You know what? Listen, hey, I'm gonna tell you when I found out." The old, the old, uh, the old loophole of Lent. 
It is the greatest thing to ever happen. Sundays don't count. Between Ash Wednesday and Easter, there's 40 however many days, but it's more than 40. And it's all the days minus the Sundays. Sundays aren't included for Lent. Dude, do what you got to do on that's, Sundays, bro. That's so fake. That's not fake. I, Count I know, the days. I know, but Lent is Lent. It's the Lenten season. Sure, it's a Lenten season, but, but the Bible says Lent's 40 days. 40 days, 40 nights. That's what Lent is. Hmm. And you take out the Sundays and you get 40 days and 40 nights. Well, you got 40 days, but you got to add the Sundays for the nights. No. And then you're still short 35, 35 <laughs> nights. <laughs> no idea what's going on right now. But last time I did math, uh, it added up to 16. So, Chris. Yes. Chris? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you feel about the pink hearts? Uh, pink hearts, I'm going to go. They're really good. The first one I thought might have had that, like, chemical tasting to it, like we had with those white ones that we had. Same same size, too. Uh, but the second one, I didn't get that in the second one. So I'm going to go with the second one and go. Uh, it's a high nine something. It's a t- total whole bunch of peanut butter. Uh, let's go nine in the in the chocolate of it. Didn't bother me. Yeah, because it was it, different. It tasted more like a white chocolate than, than a chocolate chocolate. I'll go nine, six, nine, six, nine, six. I wrote mine down already. Nine, eight. Perfect. We're right there. Okay. All right. Let's get into this here, bud. Let's do this. All right. Uh, we've gone off on enough tangents. Let's talk about the new, the new rules in baseball. Uh, actually, before we get into the new rules, let's do this. You wanted to talk about the Orioles and the Pirates. That's right. And I, you might ask, why would anyone ever want to talk about the Orioles or the Pirates? I'm very interested. Because they played a spring training game the other day. And they played a half inning without umpires. The umpires walked off the field. They did. Now, did you read the story on this? I Yeah. I at least got the mechanics of it. Okay. So the Pirates were the home team. And the Pirates were winning 7-4 to four after the top of the ninth. And they won the game. That's right. However, the Orioles traveled from maybe Sarasota or somewhere. I don't know where they're at. To Bradenton, which isn't like they traveled a long way. It's like next door. But right? they did travel there with another arm and they had talked to major league baseball beforehand and baseball said to them clear it with the umpires and you guys can go make sure that you play it you definitely play the full nine innings so he can get an inning of working because the point was they brought an extra arm that they needed to get an inning of work out of him they apparently apparently said something to the umpires beforehand. I don't know, but the umpires basically said if the game's over, the game's over. And which is no big deal, but like this happens a lot in baseball. They'll play six inning, seven inning games because they threw too many. Like they don't have any more pitchers. They didn't bring any more pitchers with them or they'll play an extra inning because they brought more pitchers that they want to get some, some throwing in. These are exhibition games. The umpires said, no, nah, we're good. You guys figure it out. So this dude, Chris Hanley or something, not him. That's a guy I went to high school with. Something Hanlon or Hanley. I can't remember what the last name of the catcher is. Called the balls and strikes. He even gave himself a nice frame job strike. Did he? Yeah, he pulled, it, pulled an outside pitch over to, right to the middle, turned around, and he gave the finger for the strike call. <laughs> 
and then he got the finger from me. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, really interesting. Now, here's my question. Okay. You're right. You can, you can kind of do whatever you want with the uh, spring training games, but are there not – and if that's the case, that's fine. You can just do it. But are there not guys working out on the other fields all the time? Are there not um, live VPs? Are there not other ways this guy can get that work in that um, doesn't have to be? With I mean, there's game? live BP that happens, but you're never going to get an in-game. That's still not in-game work against other another team with your full. It's it's not the same. Okay, I don't think live BP has the same feeling as fans in a stand in the stands and and you, that's behind uh, you. Yeah, everything going on. I don't think you can get that same feeling just with a live BP session. Okay. All right. Personally. That's fair. Yeah, I guess if you if, if somebody hits a dribbler down the down to the first baseman, you got to get off the mound and go cover mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Back and throws up pitchers back up every single throw. Well, except for a ground ball in the infield. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm I'm totally fine I'm with fine, it. Yeah. I'm fine with the umpires leaving. I wouldn't have left. I want to stay in, you know, I'd have stayed, but I get it. It's probably hot. I know it's hot down there. Yeah. They're like, well, if I don't have to be here, I'm not going to be here. Mm-hmm. And who knows how the um, how the coaches were in that, you know, how they've been taken in the past, right? Maybe one guy didn't really like somebody, and he's like, I really don't like being on the same field as this guy. I'm out of here. That's I fair. know umpires feel that way because we talked about the handshake yeah. uh, earlier today with uh, – I can't remember what the – who was the coach's name? Oliver Marmol. Yeah, yeah, who the guy wouldn't shake his hand and it was a big deal, and he blew up about it. Mm-hmm. Um but let's get into rule changes. <clears throat> yep. Most important rule change of the year is the pitch clock. Okay. I want to start with the pitch clock. Okay. Can we start with the pitch clock? Um, do you uh, do you feel a certain way strongly about the pitch clock? I, I've got a feeling about the pitch clock, but Adam, I think I want to know your feeling about the pitch clock. Oh. <clears throat> I don't know. You know what? Should we? So let's. Should we describe what? what ha- so in Major Please. League Baseball has set a rule up where, uh, in between batters, you have thirty seconds. Uh, if there are runners on base, the pitcher has twenty seconds to deliver a pitch, and if uh, there's no runners on, he has fifteen seconds to deliver a pitch. That being said, the batter has to be in the box and ready. I said that a little louder because that's something that I. That's going to come up here in a little bit. That's got me as fired up as I can even think right now. Okay. Because I didn't know this until I was talking to my dad earlier before the podcast, and he's telling me about it, and I was like, no, wouldn't do that. Here's the deal. I know how these rules, things go in spring training. The umpires are told to go by the book, be very strict, and, and do what they have to do. The very first Reds game, we had two pitchers called that had called balls on them because they uh, weren't they didn't deliver the pitch in the 15 seconds that they needed to. And Jose Barreau also had a strike called against them because he wasn't ready with eight seconds left on the clock. So if that if you're not ready, then it's a, then it's called strike for you. I I don't like it. I don't like it. I get it. I get it. And I can, I feel like there's a way to do it, but like talking to the guy, like listen, reading the stories Bobby Nightingale was writing the other day, a lot of these guys were like, 
I guess we got to get used to it, but I guess the catchers are basically going to hold the ball a little longer because they don't want to throw it. Like if a play happens, they don't want to throw it back to the pitcher right away because then the clock starts when the pitcher gets it within his circle or whatever. So I guess, you know, there's going to be a lot of things going on where they're trying to, to, to give their pitcher another second or two to, to breathe. I don't like it. I get it. And I think there's a place for it. I don't know if the place for it is at the end of a game. Hmm. So bottom of the ninth inning, bases loaded down by one, full count, two outs. Batter gets in the box. The catcher's standing up, not ready. The catcher's standing up. He's digging in, in the box, looking down. And as he's looking down, the catcher's standing up and he hears the umpire call strike three, game over. Mm-hmm. And he said after the game, I can't remember what his name was. And I've got it, on, I've got it up here, actually, wherever my phone's at. Um, so reading, reading this, this stuff, if you will, uh, let's get to, I hate, I hate when I do this. Am I at the right thing here? Cal Conley didn't. Cal Conley, that's his name. Here he is, Cal Conley. He says that uh, he says it. Maybe this is something we're going to have to try to to deke to deke some people. Have this catcher be standing up with eight seconds, seven seconds left to go, and if the batter's in the box, he has to be in the box and ready in the box, not just in the box, but in the box and ready. That's where the strike came from. This ended a baseball game. That the strike three was called when there was no pitch because a guy was digging in the box with eight seconds, seven seconds left. Now, he did also say that he doesn't think the catcher really did it on purpose, but it's something that needs to be looked at. I think the ninth inning, this rule goes away. I get it, speed the game up, but the ninth inning comes you that's it's baseball. This is it. This is literally it. Okay, so. Let me let me. Just, Sorry, that was a lot. No, I just okay. went on a little bit of a rant That's and I apologize. No, don't apologize. That was perfect for just just a little devil's advocate thing. OK, we talk in, I, I of course, I'm going to relate everything to basketball. So we talk in basketball about if there's a foul in the middle of the game, it should be a foul at the end of the game. OK, I'm fine. I totally agree with that. If there is an out in the if there is a ground ball to 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 uh, somebody and it's a bang bang play at first base and you call them out in the middle of the game, that exact same play should be called out at the end of the game. Right. Because it's the call by rule. It's the call based on the rules of the game, right? That's a call based on the rules of the game while the game is being played. This, the game's not even being played when this rule is put into effect. Nothing's the game's not being played, but it, there's no pitch, there's no action on the field. But the game, you would, I feel like you would explain to people who say the game's too slow, it, there's never anything going on. It's like there's a total of like you know five minutes hey. of actual action. But you know, I say all the time that the game's know. too slow for kids because people don't know how to pay attention to it. But we're not talking about kids, we're talking about, but you would say. Here's why you're wrong about that because there's constant, the game is constantly 100%. going on. Absolutely. Yes. Like to your point, that 
you know, guys. But the ball's gonna, not in action. The ball's not in action. But sure. But the there's play on the field. The, the, the game is going on though. Okay. There's no cl- there's no now there's a clock. I, so here's the deal. No time. Th- I think this is the hardest part for me. There's been a clock in every sport forever, except for baseball. So to just put like, so you can be like, listen, there's a five second call in basketball. There, it, there what didn't used to be. There's a reason there is now. And I'm back. People were upset the first time somebody got called for a five second violation because they keep hitting that dag on microphone, my headphones, because they were, you know, used to doing something a certain way and they have to adapt to it. I get that. I get it. We're going to have to adapt. Mm. But it's, it's, it just, it doesn't feel like baseball to me. I know it's a hard pill to swallow at the end of a game to a, a call like that. You cannot, you can't make that a call to end a game. You it, can't make it a call to end a game. You can't except it's a rule now. And I, I, I loved what you said. You're going to have to adjust to it. It's going to be hard for guys for a little while. Absolutely. There are going to be strikes and balls called. It, on it's hard hands. for the umpires to, to know when to reset the clock or whoever's resetting the clock. Like, you've got to pay attention. Don't reset it too early. Don't reset it too late. You know, there are certain times where something happens and you reset it. When to do it. There's a lot to it. I hate every bit of it. I think all of these rule changes, there are a bunch of them that I don't care for either, but they're, they're keeping the second sec, the guy on second and extra innings thing and everything. Yeah. I mean, that's stupid. That's, that's dumb. I think, but the fact that you can only throw over to first base twice. Yeah. So I've got so many questions about that. Mm -hmm. If you're a base runner and somebody makes two pickoff attempts at you, once that pitcher gets the ball, don't you just take off running? He can't throw at you anymore. Well, you can throw it a second, right? So he can throw it a second? Or is that not trying to pick you off? Because no. that's not a caught stealing. Caught stealing sure comes is. from the catcher. He's pick, You're in a pickoff at that point. If it comes from the pitcher, it's a pickoff. Even if he throws the second, if he catches you. Yeah, I'd, I mean, have, I'd have to feel that. Okay, so then maybe not necessarily, maybe not necessarily right away, but you're definitely getting a better jump. Sure. Should be. And then, yeah, so pitchers are probably going to might have to adjust their uh, the, the time to the plate. You know, I mean, I, there there's going to so be a lot dumb. of adjustments. Uh, the so the shift, the shift thing. I don't like it, it, it's there's I I'm listen, I've all I hated the shift when people started doing it. And then I have come to the point where I don't care about the shift. The shift is something that it was never a rule that you could or could not do. I don't care where you put anybody. I've like put them wherever you want. Learn how to beat the shift. That's my whole thing. Learn how to beat it. There's no rule against it. Learn how to beat it. I'm more about let's not make more rules. Look at football with all their rules on what a catch is. It's like nobody knows what a catch is anymore. And they're trying, they say they're going to make it easier, but it's just getting harder and harder to realize what a catch is anymore. Absolutely. And they're taking catches away from people who, anyway, that's the point is I'm better with. I'm not always better with making more nuance rules. Yeah. And especially when like in baseball, the oldest of the major three sports, it's, it's even harder, I think, to deal with change because so much, so much of baseball has been the same way for so long. We also talk about how that should not be a reason to, you know, to not let, evolution take 
you know, adaptation and evolution I, part of the game. After, the rules have changed in baseball. Things, sure. Lots of okay. things have changed in baseball. Yeah. They, they put in, you know, the, the way a catcher's when a catcher can block a plate when he can't. That's a that, that's a good rule to put in because it's for safety. safety. We know what concussions and stuff does do to people now. That's a, that's what that's for now. Sliding into second. Look, taking out a guy at second base is my, I've done it in my life. You know, you break up a double play, but it's, I mean, that you, you're going out trying to hurt somebody. You, you, whether you say you are or you aren't, if you're taking someone out while they're moving one way and you're trying to take them out, you're trying to hurt them. Well, you're maybe not hurt them and make them make a bad throw. Yeah, but, uh, but you're, you're, you're intention more at risk. Your intention is to try to knock them down and make them make a bad throw. Make them make a bad throw. Um, yeah, but that that I mean, if they get hurt, they get hurt. It's yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. So speaking, those are I, good rules. I'm I'm glad you said the reason for those rules being put in, in place. So this was the I, I I think this is a an official press release. I think yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's, it's official. Press box. It's so, official for the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. What? Okay, so. At the MLB put this in press boxes, okay? It says, what fans said they want. A quicker game played with better pace. And which the, the pitch, the timer, the pitch timer, the t- time that guys have to be in the box, all that. More actions such as stolen base attempts, doubles, triples, and great defensive plays is another thing that they say the fans said they want. And they are, so let's see. At the bottom of this thing, it says it works. 8,000-plus games of minor league baseball testing since 2019 with great results. Gee, I wonder if they're trying to really promote their uh, changes here. Average game length in minor league baseball decreased by 25 minutes from 21 to 22. Increase in action included higher batting average and fewer strikeouts and walks. I don't know that – I mean, higher batting average is, is fun but it's it, over the years we found out like batting average isn't as, 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 I, I, yeah, thing as contact percentage and things like that. That's the action that people are looking for. Sure. And then, but I don't know that fewer strikeouts or walks are a bad thing. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I agree with that's you. That's just part of the pitcher versus hitter thing. Yeah. I, there are times in baseball where there are so many great pitchers that pitchers, dominate but if you go and then there are times where you see hitters like a guy like Aaron Judge who you know hits 60 some home runs you know what I mean that's whatever so on the shift shift restrictions more hits more athleticism it says restoring a more traditional defensive alignment will better showcase athleticism of players and then it explains how two infielders have to be on both sides they can't have feet in the grass um in the outfield grass so <laughs> because because I guess because you might have to go a longer well no you don't have to go a longer way I, they're they're rationalizing that as like you're going to see better defensive plays uh, you're not going to see better defensive plays you'll see more hits you're not going to see more defense I mean if by defensive plays they mean ground balls to the right fielder that get picked up and lobbed into the second baseman then yeah You'll see more of that, I guess. I mean, I mean, Joey Votto is going to get twenty more hits this year because there's no shift. Yeah, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it's it's funny to see. It, it's just funny to see 
how they're trying to rationalize it. And I, I get, I get that part of it, but it's just hard to, I don't even mind the pitch clock. Like I would, I would I, like for I, the games to be a little bit faster. I've been to minor league games and, and people will get used to the pitch clock. It's going to happen, but, but they've got to do it right. They, they've got to do it right. They've, they've got to figure out, they've got to figure out the right way to use the pitch clock and the right, like, why can't it be a situational thing? Why can't it be situational? I mean, it basically is. They give you more time in between batters. There's 30 seconds there. There's 22 when there's, or 20 when there's a runner on base, 15 when there's nobody. Like, they make a situational game clock. Why can't they say it's the ninth inning? We will not end a game without the ball being put into play somehow. I'm not ending a game on a pitch count. Timeout. Why can't they do that? Why can't they take it out in the ninth inning? You can't tell me that all of a sudden putting it in in the ninth inning or extra innings that that's going to all of a sudden make the pace of play. That's that's one one ninth of the game. So that's not going to kill that pace of play that they're trying to get faster. Let me propose this, though. When in the ninth inning, if you are the home team, like we saw the other day, you're the home team with the Orioles and Empire. Yeah, Orioles and Pirates. You're the home team. You're in the lead. You are. You are pitching okay. to close out the game. Listen, this is. The, I get what you're going, and I'll tell you what I say about this. I know. I know where you're going. You're pitching to close out the game. You don't want them standing out. You know, let's get this game over with. Basically, is that what you? I'm sorry. I should have <laughs> well, let you no, finish. No, I, one team is gonna Adam, ha- have to deal Adam, with them, right? Sorry, yes, I had to yeah. try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were uh, never mind. <laughs> I liked it. Uh one team is pitching against the pitch clock for eight innings. The other team is pitching against pitch clock for nine because that other team may not get the opportunity to pitch in the ninth inning. Okay. Where's the disadvantage there? One extra, one, a half of an inning, score yeah. runs, score runs, and you can get your other inning. So by that logic, can you just say, then just go, just abide by the rule and just no. do it in the ninth? No, well? and no, I, I, no, I say don't do it in the ninth, or, or, if you want to, and the home team is winning by five or more, then say the pitch clock's still going. But as soon as it gets within four runs, pitch clock's gone. Okay. Because we can't have a game and a, a game that can be won on one swing of the bat. We can't have that or, or be tied on one swing of the bat at the end of a that could end. We can't end a game that could possibly be that way on a time out pitch especially if the guy's standing in the damn box digging in and the catcher's standing up yeah behind him yeah that uh, you know because that catcher's not ready why do i have to be ready if he's not even down in his crouch that yeah i I agree with that so these these are the intricacies that that's why they do this stuff they're very by the book by the rules in spring training find these intricacies and they should be and make an adjustment 
So that's what I'm saying. Like in spring training, I'm fine with this in spring training. That was, uh, that's what I was going to say, make an adjustment, but the adjustment is the responsibility of the players. Like this is, Oh no, no, there's, there's adjustments on both sides. Both sides have to make an adjustment with this. You, there has to be an adjustment on the players because it's like, look, these are the rules, make it do what you got to do. But you also have to say, this is going to hurt the game in We're finding out the situations that this can hurt the game. How do we make it to where it can't hurt the game at the same time? It, it's going to hurt the game if all of a sudden a guy, you know, if there's some controversy, was his head up in time to be looking at the pitcher with eight or seven seconds left and the umpire is, you know, been irritated with this guy and he rings him up because you're 90 years old sitting behind the plate and you're, you're not paying, you know what I mean? You got a problem I, can't, I do got a problem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, what I'm, that's, but that's what I'm saying. There has to be intricacies to this that are adjusted on both sides. That's why they put well, them in place in spring training to find these things happen, make these things happen. But these are the rules that are going to be in place this year. So for immediately the, the, it, the, the responsibility is on the players to adjust. Okay. At the end of the year, if they're like, wait a second, we have okay. these instances, we've got to change this for next year, fine. Okay, well, how about like the pine tar stuff and, and you know, the, the spider web glue or whatever that stuff is called, monkey butt in the hands for the pitchers? You know, they, I watched, I've watched three spring training games, and I was watching pitchers walk to the, walk to the umpire, and they check them. But you know what? Every single umpire walked up, grabbed his pitching hand and walked away. Okay. Not a single hat was taken off. No gloves were taken off this they, season they, in, in spring training. Right. I've been what Cause I, I've watched three games and I can, and I have, I've been watching for that. I like watching, you know, I, I tell the story all the time. I dropped my pants in the middle of a softball game because umpire thought it was going to be funny to come out to me and do the same thing when this all went down last year. It's one of the greatest stories of my life. I had so much fun doing it because, because, Scherzer was unbuckling his pants when it first started. And he was so irritated and all that stuff. Everybody was getting irritated with how, you know, the, the umpire can ask you to check you or the, the other team can ask to check you and all the stuff. And now it's come down to a, it used to be at, when they made this, the, the pitcher would walk to the umpire and just automatically take his hat and base and baseball glove off and he'd check it. And then he'd walk off. Now he sticks his hand out. He touches his hand and says, go ahead. That's what I'm talking about. They need to make the adjustments, not maybe not as strict as I said, taking it off of the ninth inning. I don't know that they can even do that, to be honest, before the season starts. But to at least get the umpires involved in, okay, guys in the box, it's a close game, and he doesn't have his head up right away. We're not yanking this dude for a strike. We're, you know, do everything we can to let this thing go a second. Do, you know, figure out these intricacies pump the clock, you know what I mean? Whatever, like in football, you know, pump me another 10 seconds up there. You know, he's got to have, there's got to be a signal that he can give up to that guy for if something's going on out on the field that he can hear or see that a guy who's running a clock up in a booth doesn't know about. You know, uh, he sees a pitcher, you know, says something like, God, my feet gone finger or something like that. And he tells him, hold on, give him an extra 10 seconds because he, He's got an injury or he's feeling, you know, whatever. There's got to be a signal for that, right? I keep pumping the clock because sure. I mean, they, they gesture to the, to the press box when they need to for, for what, like when they, when they make a change, they'll yeah. look up and yeah. communicate somehow. So, so, but that's my thing is, is, and I'm sure they can do that. And 
there are so many questions. We need Bobby Nightingale on here so bad. And and we don't even have to get into this part, but you've already touched on it. There are going to be, just like we see it in the NBA all the time, there are going to be ways that everybody figures out how to bend the rules or get around the rules and make it just like a catcher can stand up. And on purpose, he could do that and yeah. make it harder on the batter, make the batter not realize like, oh, wait a minute, I, no matter what, I have to be in here, even mm-hmm. though they're not. Um, and, and batters are going to figure out stuff too. It's just like you said, I, there, there are going to be people that are trying to, to, to push the rules as far as they can, to push the limits uh, and get away with as much as they can. And they're going to figure out how to get around it, I'm sure, and, and use it, you know, use gamesmanship and do whatever to, to strategize and make a, another guy mess up to get a strike or get a ball. And is time no longer a real thing? Can you no longer like put your hand up for time when you're? How does you that work? One, you get one per plate appearance. the The batter gets one timeout. Okay, so it. he can. That's got to be something where he's got to be able to relate up there, right? And tell them, hey, he gets an extra fifteen seconds. Sure. I mean, I think the clock operator is going to see if they give him time, they'll reset the clock or whatever. I'm sure. Okay. But I mean, sometimes batters will be in there and they'll just say the word time. Okay. I guess, but, the, but umpire. the umpire comes out. Right. Okay. I, there's just gotta be this. It's, it annoys me. It's going to be a season long thing that we're going to second see base. Happen. That second base thing is going to be something that everybody's just going to get used to and pretend like it's no big deal. That's the biggest thing that irritates me. That might irritate me more than this. The type, shift the shot clock. No, the this, starting a runner on second in oh. extra innings. I, I get it. We we do it in softball. It's the dumbest thing in the entire world. But no, that's not baseball. Yeah, that one. That man that didn't earn be, his way to second base. That one might be the toughest to, for me. Yeah, that might be the toughest to get used to. So annoying. But I mean, I I I'll be honest. When games are three hours in, and it's the tenth inning, and they they end in the 10th inning more often than they would. Yeah. I honestly, I'm like, thank God sometimes, but I, I get it. I get that time. I get that at the same time. I, it, it's really strange to me to put a guy on second base that did nothing to get there. But if you're already and, getting and punished, the defense yeah, making the game 25 minutes faster, or however much faster you're doing and the game goes to overtime. Oh my God. Overtime. Overtime. Really? I mean, extra time. Well, overtime. now there is time. Now there's time. So it's a time. We are now official. This is like we can call it overtime. Yeah. Because baseball is a timed sport officially. <laughs> That's true. So sort we of. can have overtime. Yeah. Yep. Well, so annoying. Unless you take the clock out in the ninth inning and then good. It's extra innings. And take the runner off second base and let's go. The base is a uh, uh, a half inch bigger or whatever. I'm I'm intrigued by that. Like that one, I that one, I kind of I want to know what the not just not just how many more times somebody steals, but what the percentage of of being caught stealing goes down by that because there I mean there's so many stolen bases that are so bang bang at second base that takes the umpires six hours. You want to make. You want to make baseball go faster? Have somebody in New York ready to say, by the time that thing is is challenged, have an answer right now. It seems like that's already what what should be happening because they're just waiting for those guys to yeah. tell them. 
it's not like it's not like basketball. They're not watching a monitor. They're like they have headphones yeah. on like these. They're like there should be okay. somebody watching every single game and have access to any any uh, uh, view camera instantly. So they're watching a game and they should be able to start looking at the replay bef- while somebody's thinking about calling for a replay in the in the in the dugout. Any I want you play. I want you to have an answer when those daggone umpires grab the mic. I don't even want the umpires to walk back to the back and put on a headset. Have the guy who gives him the headset have the headset on. Yeah. Give or put him, an ear the signal. Yeah. And just yeah, have enough it you want to make the game go faster? Get rid of that stupid stuff yeah. that makes the game take longer. Yeah. Yeah, they could they could improve the I love the replay to be honest with you. I'm fine with replay. But, get it right. Whatever. Get it right. Yeah. yeah. Improve yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so right. if you're if that's is there is there a point where we lose uh, the home plate umpire calling balls and strikes? It sounds like it's coming. Uh, from from stuff that I've read, it's coming. So if that happens, how long until they can get rid of like in they can get rid of uh, like that right field left field umpire in the playoffs for fair and foul balls? I mean that's a I mean tennis does it. Tennis has got a little ball that it's immediately shows if it was in or out. Yeah. I, I would think, especially if there's already that, that technology in tennis, I would think it would be not that hard to put it into baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, get, get CB and Joe West and all the boys out yeah. of there, get them out. The dag on uh, artificial intelligence that we have these days is amazing. It's so it's people that a are a bit scary. People that are against artificial intelligence don't even know how often they use it. Like don't even know oh. how often they use it. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, just your talk to text, that's artificial intelligence, knowing what you're saying and turning it into words. That is AI. I mean, it's not a computer, you know, talking back to you, but that is an artificial intelligence on the, uh, on the bonfire today or it was yesterday's show listening today they had so dan soder's last day is today what he's leaving the show it's it broke my heart i'm, I'm so is it, it's the end of the show i mean he can't do that with anybody else bobby kelly is replacing oh, dan so bobby, bobby kelly he's like that dude's got to be 60 years old he's in his 50s um i haven't seen bobby kelly since he was with the yankees yeah yep and that was in the 90s yeah well was it the 90s? I thought Bobby Kelly was around in the early 2000s for the Reds. Maybe it was, was late 90s. Like yeah. It was late 90s. Yeah. yeah maybe you're right. Uh, either way. Um, but yeah. So Bobby <laughs> Kelly still in New York. He's a New York comic now. At what point um, did uh, Bobby Kelly go from Roberto Kelly to Bobby Kelly? In back, maybe. I feel like he changed it a few times. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, Bob Kelly. Yeah. Rob Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like he I feel like he was just trying like maybe he had like five or six different birth certificates and depending on if it was free agent time or not he would change his name to a different one to get like five years younger maybe he committed a crime and had to change it a little bit so that he he wasn't Roberto Kelly anymore and then committed another like, I one be now a, he's I want to be, be a, I want to be an American I'm going to be Bobby Kelly yeah but when I want to be from somewhere else I'll be Roberto <laughs> Kelly <laughs> uh, there is a comedian bobby kelly okay um, oh so we're not talking about the same guy he's been no no huh. we're not i wish we were but um yeah this guy funny he would be yeah okay sorry anyway <gasps> off topic uh, uh they, that's they, never happened here before they 
they played they made like with artificial intelligence Dan Soder say these really, really terrible, awful things and played them on the show oh, yesterday. So and he's like, I mean, it was really, really bad stuff. And, and they played it and he's like, oh my God, I can't believe you got he's like, he's like, you guys got me with the artificial intelligence stuff. And it was, it was. They like got his voice yeah. using like other clips or whatever. Yep. And they they made like basically a robot. Parker, say whatever they wanted to in his voice. Parker came up to me, my son, 10-year-old, and shows me this clip that he's got on his phone of Tom Brady just talking the most smack about uh about uh the New England Patriots. He's doing it looks like he's doing a press conference. He's talking smack about all these people, all these teams. I'm the goat who you think I am. You out. I'm not retiring. I'm coming back. But if you think I'm playing for these jokesters over here in Tampa Bay, they, like all kinds of stuff like that. And he's looking at me with his eyes huge. I was like, buddy, that's not real. He's looking at it like, like that's Tom Brady. And I, no, nah, man, sorry, bud. That's, that's called not a deep real. fake, right? Deep fake. Yeah. Deep fake. Oh, man. Some dude just got him bit. Oh, these Twitch people. Did you hear about this Twitcher? I'm oh, sorry. Did you have something you wanted to say about deep fakes? No, no, no. No, go ahead. There, I just oh man, there's so, real quick. Twitch okay. is because I'm not positive. This is is this where people are playing video games think, yeah, and yeah. broadcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a uh, pretty famous Twitcher in our family. Is that right? Yeah, she could get paid. She's got so many followers. She, yeah, who do you think it would be? I'm gonna say, um, wait, is this a kid? She's a, no, she's a, a she's first cousin of, of ours. Oh my gosh, uh. Who plays video games? Your sister? No. <laughs> I have no idea. Cousin Sam. Oh, okay. So anyway, okay. Uh, so this famous, famous Twitch dude uh, apparently gets on a website, right? So they they live stream all their stuff. So and it's all on a computer, right? They do like he plays his game on a computer. He doesn't play it on an Xbox. His game is played on a computer. So like his screen is being showed, his computer screen. And then his face, I guess, as well, maybe. I don't know how that works. But uh, so apparently this dude left a left a tab, an internet tab up in the top that was deep fake porn of other um, of other Twitch players. Wow. And that exists. God, I, I know. That's the first thing I said when I heard this. this is the weirdest world. I love it. So this is the world of defects. So then the, the best part about this whole story is this dude's bawling his eyes out. These are his friends that apparently he, that were on these tabs that he was looking at this stuff. And he's like, I got put into a wormhole and I just clicked on something and I kept clicking on it. You got to pay to do what he had to do apparently too. So it wasn't like he just click, click, click. Oh, there's some of my friends fake naked getting it on no he had to pull the old wallet out or the apple pay or something <laughs> and pay to see that stuff so he's doing his next streaming thing he's on old boy is bawling his eyes out he's so sad he got how old is this guy i'd say 20 something he's married his wife is in the uh, background his wife's in the background while he's making this apology and first thing that always comes to my head when I hear people apologize for stuff like this, I'm so sorry. And then I was clicking around and this is so not something I would do. And I'm so sorry that I, it's not right that this stuff is out there. And I'm so sorry. 
baloney sandwich. <laughs> if you didn't get caught, you'd be doing it today. <laughs> Don't give me that garbage. You know who's wrong. You messed up. Yeah, you're right. It's nasty, but you know, I gave it a go. <laughs> sure, yeah. You know what I mean? That's what floats my boat. That's <laughs> hey, <back>. so funny. <laughs> I thought, oh, uh, that just reminds me. Once again, another tangent. Deep fake porn. That's what they called it too. Well, the, everything that's happening, especially technologically, I'm getting further and further away from understanding. Every time I see something else, <laughs> I'm, I, I, don't know. I don't get I'm it. I mean, I, I, I guess I kind of feel bad for that cat, but at the same time, it's like, bro, come on, man, you're a professional tweet, tweet, tweeter. Close your browser. Close out your browser, bro. Come on. Clear the history. Come on, man. We all know how to clear the history goes on the on the uh, back in the day when we were younger. <laughs> oh man, it is everything's so weird. I don't. I who even has like desktop computers? My son asked me for a PC the other day so he could play video games. Do they even make PCs anymore? I thought everything was a laptop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, all right, we've covered our uh, our baseball. Right? Yeah, I think we did. I think it's time to move on. All right. Um, did you have anything? We, I mean, we, we talked about some covered stuff. deep fake porn. We did. <laughs> I guess we did. <laughs> we covered a lot. That might so be a first. Um, did you have so so? We kind of touched on. We weren't here last week. Anything from life? You're you're on the road once uh. once a week. Anything happen or nothing anything? too crazy? I don't think no. that I can think of. I mean, the boy lost his uh, lost the the first round of the playoffs uh, in basketball. That was a tough loss. Um, the only bright side is 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 we had our first outdoor practice today on a baseball field. Love mm. that. <clears throat> so day for it where too. where yeah. where it's oh it's beautiful where although it got dark at like six o'clock i forgot how quick it gets dark well it's later than it was before i mean it's starting to yeah. get starting to stay starting longer, to start longer yeah but for baseball but practice, for baseball right. practice like i mean it's still light till about seven o'clock but it ain't maybe not even seven it's still light till about six forty-five, seven o'clock but not light enough to hit a baseball or to try to catch a baseball. I'm, we had the kids there a little long. I'm surprised somebody didn't take a ball to the face today. Yeah. Just had to get that the last a, couple of BP. Couple of B, I'm so bad at getting everybody in in BP. So I was bad at it. I, I was scared of the ball anyway when I was playing. Uh, and then when it did start getting dark like that, I remember those that, that those times during practice when it started to get dark and you're like, I'm already worried about bad hops hitting yeah. me in the face anyway. I'm I'm having a harder time seeing the ball now. Uh, now I'm like, oh my gosh! Now I'm scared to death. Now I'm really going side. You know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm 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 pretending like I'm a steps too uh, slow and yep. getting everything on the side. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, so so you know, you I'll tell you what. Beginning of beginning of the season practices, I was so inefficient. I mean, it takes it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it it's was not, very. It's not my first year doing it. Either. It was a very inefficient practice. You just you get better and better. But it's, but I've been practicing indoors. We only get an hour inside. So hard to get anything done in an hour. Sure. I stopped. We stopped stretching. I took out took out stretching because it takes too long. Stretch before you get here. 
Yeah. We'll stretch outdoor. And like, if we're pitching in indoor, I'll stretch then, but it's like, we ain't got time for this, man. We're just hitting and going, man. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. So in the last couple of weeks, we've had some really nice days and, uh, I, I took a couple walks, took two or three walks. So I wish we had music for walking stories with cracker thug yeah well when our producer gets back we'll, we'll get uh we'll get everything get some music again. and a little do yeah. do do walking stories with cracker thug do 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 yeah i wish i had a recording of that lady's boy that girl's voice that called you cracker thug we could just play it's that the best thing in the world you live in such a great place <laughs> yeah so i and and uh yeah I, i'm walking through and so speaking of that here we go uh so I'm walking I, last couple, I, you know, nothing real, real uh, eventful, I guess, in the last couple of walks. But sure, um, there is a gentleman who I don't think is homeless, but I but I he could pass as homeless. <laughs> OK, maybe. OK, I think he lives right in this, this little area that I walk through most of the time. And he uh, I don't know if he works or what, but. The, the guy a lot of times when it's nice at all out is on the corner of this busy intersection and he's just hollering at cars. He's dancing. He's oh, waving. Oh, good time. He's, Not a bad time. Good time. good time. Good time. He seems a little nutty because he's doing that, mm -hmm. but everything's positive. Yeah. So guys there all the time. There have been a few times where I'm walking that way. I, I'm coming up the street and I, and I hear, I hear somebody yelling in the distance. I look down, well, am I going to cross one of these streets yes. and go the other way? Or am I going to walk past the guy, keep going the way I was going to go in your decision this last time? I'm like, you know what? You stayed. I stayed the course. You got to be kidding me. This is a whole new Adam Schmidt walked by him. Adam. second or third time actually i've done this but okay i also plenty of times have gone a different way sure um it, it, and so the guy is there he's doing a air guitar okay oh, yeah. so i think he might be listening to music Strumming nobody else out. can hear it mm -hmm. he's doing air guitar swinging his hips and all this and i'm like okay so he's kind of got his back to me i couldn't really tell if he saw me out of the corner of his eye or not yeah. or if he was just ignoring me but I don't think he saw me. So I kind of like, you know, I give him a little distance. I'm, I kind of like go around him, but he's close to the crosswalk there where I have to cross. Okay. So I'm, I'm kind of going around and I get the light as a, thank God I didn't have to stand there. Cause that happened once. Oh, yes. I have to stand right there. He say, <laughs> he's dancing right yeah. next to me yelling yes. at cars. Did he say anything to you? So, yeah. So I got the light as I'm passing him. I keep going into the street and I kind of look back cause I'm like, you know, I, I pass the guy all the time, so I don't know if he recognizes me or not, but um, just in case, I'm like, I want to at least, you know, Be like, hey, Yo. how's it going? <laughs> hey, how's it going, crazy man? <laughs> how's it going, crazy guy? So, uh, <laughs> so he, I guess I, after I pass him, he's like facing this direction. I pass him this way. He sees me then. I say, hey, and then he, hey, young man, yeah, all right. He's like, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves all of us, man. God loves it he goes into that whole spiel yeah you know? did you stop and listen or just keep oh, walking no I, i'm like I, I go yes sir you know i'm pumping that's what i've done amen solidarity. baby amen baby that's it and i just keep on walking yes and he's, he's like i turn my back and he's still kind of yelling that stuff out i'm like 
I don't want to be rude to this guy because he's kind of still you talking gave him a, me, You gave him a fist pump, bud. I You're good. I look back, a yes, sir, and, and then he's still letting me know that Jesus loves me, which I've never heard before. Amen, kind soldier. But uh, anyway, so – Spread that good news. Spread the good news. Um, yeah, I mean, it's nothing, it's nothing like when the two gentlemen were uh, spreading the good news around town and uh, they stopped me and sat no, stood there and yeah, nothing quite like that. Twenty minutes, yeah. but uh, but anyway, That's there's awesome. my walking story for the week, and I've got one more thing that I was really happy and I'm really excited about. All right, what do you got coming up? I called you the other day to discuss what we're going to talk about here. Yeah, you uh, made my day because of what you were doing at the time when I called you. You were, I was a. Uh, I was putting baseball cards in numerical order so I could I could put them in their penny sleeves, put them in a box, get them, get them set up. I was, I was organizing baseball cards. 92 leaf. 92 was it? leaf. Uh, I had 92 leaf and 92 score out there. So nine. Yeah, 92. From the best era of cards, in, yeah. in our opinion. Yeah. Um, so three days before that at work, I start talking to this guy somehow about baseball cards. We, he collected big time when he was younger. And then a guy that sits behind him at another desk is like, Hey, I also had this, the whole set of 87 tops too. And we're, we're, so we start yes. talking about from that cards, from that era, collecting, yeah. getting the sets, opening boxes, opening packs, the, the cards we had, awesome time and then i talked to you a few days later and you're doing that so i get on the internet and i i know from recent experience boxes of cards from that era are getting harder and harder to find yeah yeah. you can you can find sets some but just wax pat wax boxes depending on the on the year and what they are yes very true so especially basketball basketball is almost impossible yeah I get on the internet, I start doing some searches, and I find a website of a card store in New York, and they're selling their stuff online, okay? Um, They've got a guy, they even tell you about this guy that they have employed, that his whole job is to travel the country, go in people's basements and attics, and buy up old cards, old boxes that haven't been opened. Okay. Like that, okay? so. I'm, I'm looking through their inventory. Some of it is the prices are outrageous. Crazy. I find like a few boxes of cards from that era that are reasonably priced. There's one that I probably paid a little more than I should have for, uh-huh. but it's 89.90 NBA hoops. Oh boy. Uh, so I went ahead and purchased that along with 87 tops, a box of 87 tops. Nice. And a box of uh, 88 score. Ooh. Baseball. Uh, 89 was the was Griffey's rookie in score, I mm-hmm. believe. So it'll be <clears throat> there's an 88. There's somebody, there's a big rookie in 88. I don't know who, but um, well, I have the baseball Beckett in my I have the baseball Beckett app. So if you if you want to know any special cards that you come up, just let me know. I'll look them up for you. Absolutely. Um that guy yeah he's got one too <laughs> yep um i pay 15 dollars a month so i can look I up baseball cards i never use it so i never use it because i don't pay for it anyway um so anyway i i bought three boxes of cards and ran me about 117 um, it's not bad yeah i mean better than i 
I've seen in a while. So uh, they shipped today. Oh, nice. And they should get here either tomorrow or Friday. So I'm working from home the next two days. So I make sure yes, I get those I'm things. Be there when they delivered. get there. Yeah. So my weekend is uh, I've got some stuff to do, but I've got, I think, a window on Saturday that I think I'm going to be opening a hundred packs of baseball and basketball cards. I love it. Between 87 and 90. Good for you, brother. I'm so excited about that. I'm, I'm excited. Like, I'm, I'm looking up right now, currently trying to get into 1989 so I can look up and see if there's anything good in there for you. 80, 88. Oh, it was 88. 88, 88 score and 87 tops. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then 89, 90 NBA hoops. That's what that was. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, we we're running out of time on yeah, the, yeah. Uh, on, no, just on the, Oh, on that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's uh, – uh, we were at 10% a second ago. Um, so let's do this. Oh, that's those old purple cards. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I just got excited. Um, let's – let's real. it's not – it's going to be so hard to get past these last two parts. But let's get through these. Uh, we're at 10% on the iPad unless I go find a charger, which I can go do real quick. Um, while I do that, though, why don't you get start going over your – Mount Rushmore of U- UCLA, UCLA Bruins. I got gotcha. you. I can do that. So uh, we this is kind of stemming from the past few weeks where we did UC basketball players. Before that, we did – who was the first who – who do we do before that? We did somebody before that. Um, I don't know that we did. I think it was straight. Was it just UC? Okay. UC basketball. Uh, so now we're going UCLA, University of Cincinnati, Los Angeles. Just kidding. Um, basketball players all time here. I've got a list of, I don't know, 13, 14, something like that. And uh, yeah, it looks like about 13. I can, I'm going to jot down, not jot down, but tell you guys who I wrote down who could be argued for on this list i love the hovering <laughs> i love the hovering uh, yeah we've got the, the plug was a little power, short power so i've got a power strip that uh is just floating in the air right hanging now. By- hanging by a cord <laughs> literally hanging by a cord uh, but we're back in so we're good I, to go we're I, a little crooked on the old iPad now, but it'll be all right. It's pulling it down, but we're good. We gotta pull on the we gotta pull on the other side <laughs> there on that side. <laughs> there you uh, go, maybe not. All right, let's go. Okay. Go. Anyway, um, I've got guy. Well, you know what? I'm not even gonna go through all that because you're back. But um Continue. I will start with I think the easy ones are Lou Alcindor and Bill Walton. Those are the two uh, probably statistically best players. They lost a total of like four games between the two of them while they were at UCLA or something like that. Um, two of the absolute best college players to ever play in college. Ever. Literally just ever. Yeah. Um, in addition to those guys, there are so many. Gail Goodrich and Marcus Johnson and Walt Hazard and Reggie Miller, of course, and Jamal Wilkes and Ed O'Bannon and Tyus Edney and Kiki Vandaway and Pooh Richardson. Pooh Richardson. I, mean, I used to love Pooh Richardson. Yeah. yeah. Two of the uh, – he was on one of the first Timberwolves teams. Yep. Um, two of the best names, maybe, Kiki Vandaway and Pooh Richardson. But I'm going to go – so I went 
the two solid ones, Bill Walton and Kareem and Lou Alcindor. I'm going to throw up one of my favorite basketball players to watch on there. Okay. And that is Baron Davis. Oh, I'm throwing Baron Davis on for fun because is that because you like Baron Davis or you liked him when he was a UCLA Bruin? I, I love Baron Davis. I, you know what? I don't, I honestly don't remember a lot about watching Baron Davis at UCLA, but yeah. I loved him in the NBA and I've gone back and watched a bunch of highlights from UCLA since then. So for that reason, from everything I've seen highlight wise, and just because I like the guy so much, I'm going Baron Davis. And then fourth, I was going to be a surprise. I'm going Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. I read a, I read a couple articles about Jackie Robinson um, as a basketball, specifically about his basketball playing days. Okay. And there were coaches, not only UCLA coaches, but other guys that played against him and coached against him at that time that have gone on record to say if he would have chosen basketball, he would have been maybe the greatest player to ever live. He was his athleticism is what made him so good, especially you hear that about him all the time because right. he also played football and was the best player on the football team. This, is, this, this dude was just a just one of the most naturally gifted human beings ever. I was fortunate enough a few years ago to go to LA and visit UCLA. Our cousin Tyler was a student there at the time and took us on a tour of the campus. It was awesome. Yeah, we went down there. There's like a little like track and field stadium. And there are all the records on the outside of it. And Jackie Robinson had some of those track and field records. Really, really cool stuff. But I, I read about how how good of a ball handler he was, how fast he was. Nobody could guard him because he was so fast. Um, and he was – I also read that he was a really, really good player on really bad UCLA teams. They didn't win a lot of games when he was there, really. which might be part of the reason that you don't hear as much about that. Sure. If they were winning championships, this is before John Wooden was there. Right. If you if they won championships, you'd probably hear a lot more about his days there. Um, but anyway, for fun, because we all I love, love Jackie, that. I love that. Throw him on there. That's great. Uh, so no Cameron Dollar. No Cameron. I loved Cameron. Cameron Dollar, Dollar was awesome. Loved dude. him. Yeah. Filled in for Ty Sedney in that mm-hmm. 1995. I think it was 95. How about Toby Bailey? Toby Bailey, absolutely. Oh. And you know who get, doesn't get a lot of love? Charles O'Bannon. You're right. Ed O'Bannon gets a lot of love because he was Charles one of the greatest great. players on at, at, in the country. But Charles was a great basketball player. Darren Collison, Darren some of the Collison more recent guys. just popped up when, when I was looking. Yeah. So let's, let's just – I just want to say something. I'm, I've never – I did not know this. Um, I knew that the dunk was – band like you could not dunk for a while but i thought it was like in the 40s or 50s or something the dunk was banned in um ncaa i keep i keep getting uh what do you call those advertisements on this um after the 1967 season predominantly due to the fact that luau cinder's dominance uh with the use of it in his first collegiate season the ban was revoked in 1976. For nine years, you couldn't dunk in college basically because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was too good. Yeah, <laughs> those are the exact words I was thinking in my head. Most points in a season. He still holds most points in a season. Well, I don't. as of this article, I don't know when this was, which I assume still does. Highest career scoring average, 26.4. <coughs> Sorry. <clears throat> most points in a single game, 61. 
Um, just unbelievable. And he got to play three. He played three years, right? I believe three years. That's how they did it back then. They he fre- didn't play as a freshman. He was the most outstanding player in the NCAA tournament in 1967, 68, and 69. Because how many straight titles did they get? 24? Oh, no, it was like 11 or 9. Way too many. (laughs) So I'm good with – I love – Kareem's obviously on there. Bill Walton, I mean, come on. The dude was unbelievable. And uh, he tried to quit like four times. Yeah. Which is even better. Because he wanted to be a protester or whatever. He wanted to be a hippie. And he is. So, I mean, he still was able to do that. Naismith Player of the Year, three different years. Uh That's unbelievable. Bill Walton's got to be on there. Now, you kind of jumped over Gail Goodrich. And you've heard that. You've heard that name a million times. Gail Goodrich was was the best player on the best team that went 30 and 0 to win their very first national championship at UCLA. Mm. You got to put that guy on there. He was the leader of the team that went 30 and 0 and won the first of that however whatever that ridiculous streak is. So I'm going with I'm going with him. And uh God, it's so tough cuz Reggie Miller, Ed O'Bannon uh, Lonzo Ball. Uh, there's a lot of really good UCLA basketball players. Kevin out Love, there. Russell Kevin Westbrook. Love, Kevin Love. The problem, the reason that I wouldn't do Kevin Love is because he was there for one year. That's why Kevin Love wouldn't make my list. But Kevin Love's one year at UCLA, he was uh, beyond great. Mm-hmm. Whatever's better than great is what he was. He's one of the best players in the country for sure. Um, God, he was so dominant. I think I'm going Ed O'Bannon. I loved Ed O'Bannon. That 95, 96, 97, whatever years, it was somewhere in there. That's like the prime of our, we're just getting older, you know, we're 13, 14, 15 years old, and we're really starting to enjoy, you know, getting into sports at a, at a, we're able to play sports at a higher level at that age. You become more uh, uh, filled out and, and, and learn skills more. And that was that dollar and, and Tyus Edney and Ed O'Bannon, that whole team was that was my team. I love that team. I love that team too. Even though they beat Xavier. Oh, did they? Yeah, they, they, did. they had to beat Xavier. Um, but you know what? Xavier lost to the yeah, national championship. That's right. Yeah. I think we were like a one of those, like how we usually were, an eight, nine, or ten seed, something like that. Yeah. Um so something I something funny that I remember that might have been a TJ Johnson. I think TJ Johnson went up against Ed O'Bannon. Oh jeez. TJ, do you remember TJ Johnson? I remember the name. I can't. TJ Johnson him. came as a freshman and was a stud at Xavier. He was probably he was a he was a six 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 five. Well, he's probably six 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 seven, maybe six seven, two hundred and fifty pound forward. And he graduated as a 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, 350-pound forward. But his sister played for uh, Pat Summit at Tennessee. Oh, okay. yeah. Do you remember TJ Lasita? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as a great catcher, as great of a catcher as he was, uh, TJ Lasita was one of the best shooters 
I've ever seen. Problem is, he never got shot off because it took him like an hour to take a shot. Wow. He'd catch it and get way deep into a crouch and a nice slow up and just uh, he never got a shot off. Took uh, too long. TJ, if you're listening, <clears throat> we know that you are. Thank you. Uh, shoot us a comment. Let us know if you have quickened to that release. I'd like to know. I w- I'd be interested to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God could kick and shoot, though, man. You left him wide open. It was going in. He was an athlete. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. That was my dude. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were tight. I when Chris Smith died from Chris, from Chris Cross, mm-hmm. Chris Kelly and Chris Smith. I think it was Chris Smith that died. I might have just killed Chris Smith. Either Chris Kelly or Chris Smith died. One They're of them probably did. both dead now. That's not very nice. That's not fair. I was trying to find TJ. He's in Vegas or somewhere like that. Works for a minor league team. And I'm trying to get a hold. I just randomly looked up the minor league team that he worked for. Couldn't find his email address on there. So I was looking at all the people that you could find on the team and how they did the, you know, it was like Timothy dot whatever. So I was like, well, is it T.J.? So I wrote an email to like five different email addresses. Because your name's TJ. I, it could be T.J, just TJ. Lucy. Like, I didn't know what it was going to be. Could have just been Timothy. Lucy. I didn't know. So I wrote, I just copy and pasted like five years. Like, hey, bro, I ain't talked to you in a really long time. But when I saw this, I thought of you because we used to spend, we used to spend recess just going out and rapping to crisscross. Yeah. Oh, man. Great memories. Good old days. Um. Right. Never got a response, by the way. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> did that reach anybody? <laughs> it reached five guys that were like, what the heck? Yeah, never uh never got a response. <laughs> Good talking to you, Teach. <laughs> uh okay. Did you get all four in? You got all four in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, that's our UCLA Bruins. That's pretty good. I I it could have been better. I apologize for the uh for how long it took me to to think about putting in a, a plug. To charge our to charge our recording device. No, we're good now. Now I'm like almost centered on the thing. <laughs> Jeez, and you're geez. like in the corner. <laughs> Come, on. Come, on. Here we go. Come on over to the frame, pal. There it goes. Come on. Yeah. Oh man, I think we've got one more piece of business here. Yes, sir, we do. What are we going to talk about, Bum? We've got our comedy segment of the week, and that is Beer Das. Okay, Beer Das. Um, it was called Landing. Yeah, it was on uh, Netflix. And I, would you like to go first? I'd kind of like to hear. I'm excited to hear what you thought. All right. So this is this this dude is apparently really big. I don't know who this guy is. I didn't see any of the stuff that has happened to him. Uh, he liked to talk about how popular he is, which is always one of my favorite things that comedians do. Um, but no, in reality, this. This isn't a kind of comedy special that I would usually like. Um, I, I'm totally in for political jokes, but sometimes I don't understand them. And when you start talking about all these other countries, and he did a good job, but what he did was a good job of explaining where the funny parts were. He did a really good job at that. Yeah. I still want to know what that little clip they cut out was. Did you notice that? Yes. I went back like, like four or five cut. times. There was a jump cut where they took something he said somebody's name or something and they took it out. Yep. They obviously this dude's going to die next time he tries to go to India or yeah. Don't call him Pakistani. He's Indian. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was intrigued 
this dude's an incredibly smart guy. I like these really smart people, really smart comedians that that can talk you around and and make you think a little bit and get outside the box, like make you laugh at some like something where you're like, oh wow, what, huh? Oh man, you can't do that. You got in trouble for this. You do that kind of stuff. And uh, so so there's as much as I didn't like sit there and crack up laughing, I wasn't laughing hard ever. I never really, I laughed a couple times. There was some times, you know, it wasn't, wasn't bad. And I don't like when people will talk about all their accomplishments in a comedy special. I don't want that. I want the self-deprecating comedy. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but this dude was really smart. And I'm sure if he had a TV show, which apparently is that what he did? He had a TV show that, Kind of like, uh, I mean, the one guy we watched, Hassan Minaj. I mean, he was talking about how he said things that have got him in trouble in his country and stuff like that. And you know, the same type of stuff where they thought somebody was gonna, you know, he thought somebody was gonna kill him, and he had to think about it. And that's another one with just a smart dude who was like, kind of going against the the grain in his against his country when he wasn't in his country, but yet everybody heard about it, and uh, everybody wanted to kill him. So. That's a little freaky, I would I would say. That being said, it's not my cup of tea. Um, but it's not. But I would watch this. Like I would, I'd watch it again. I feel like there's stuff I probably missed. Yeah, like interesting details that I missed. Uh, obviously, I would watch it again to see the, the big part of when he pulled a punchline. Was he standing in a certain spot, like he says he was? Not in a certain spot, but in a certain area, I should say. Uh, so if you haven't seen the special, we're already ruining it for you. But uh, is what it is. Um, so that being said, I just say I'm, I give it a I haven't written anything down. Um, it's not like a, a high two. It's not a high two, but it's also not a high three. I, I put it at like a three five. Okay. It's not a four. It didn't get to a four, but it's not, it's not because I don't think it was good enough on the comedy side of it. He does a good job though. Like his actual comedic talents of, of bringing stories around and, 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 and timing and things like that. The stuff that we talk about all the time, he is really good at that. Just not all his punchlines hit super hard to make you crack up laughing when i go to see comedy i don't want to be thinking while i'm watching comedy but at the same time it's not bad to do it and it was good i i think he's i think he's good i'm not giving him a three nine four two or anything like that but i i mean i feel like he could easily get it if he threw a few more jokes that i understood but it went over my head i'm a dumb american i can't help it um you said and you were you've talked a couple times about how interested you are to hear what i think about this yeah i am because i don't know if you feel the same as me and you're like this was too much i I don't it's too much for me it was too much of this too much of that and you give it like a two two or something or i could see you saying this was so great and so well artistically well done that i give it a 4.9 i don't know where you're at (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of fun <laughs> to, to leave you like that but 
I I would I don't know that I could say say it any different than you just said. I agree 100% with everything you just said. And that's exactly how I thought about it. Yeah. You can tell he's done he's done it for he's been in comedy for a long time. Sure. This is a third or fourth yeah. special or whatever. Um and you can tell he's a good comedian. He's good. He's he's experienced. Um so for that, I definitely want to give him credit. At the same time, I wasn't laughing at every joke or anything like that. It right. was just you could just appreciate how he did the joke or what whatever the performance of it. Um I I'll just I have three eight written down. Oh, that's right in the middle. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. We're really we're really, really close. close. Yeah. Close. Um, I wrote down a few things just like observations. I, I didn't write this down, but I think I meant to. The editing was kind of strange. It was. Like that that jump cut. There was one like zoom in that was kind of seemed out of place. Um, there, there were a couple things that I kind of noticed and I'm not like a filmmaker or anything. I don't usually notice stuff like that or have, have enough knowledge to critique. Anything there were like things that, but, that seemed to be done on purpose that didn't make sense, but this dude's trying not to get killed. So who knows? Yeah. Um, a couple things I did write down. Did you notice his Veerdas Nikes? I did. Yeah. yeah custom Nike, custom Veerdas Nikes. Yep. The gold, the gold Veerdas stitched into them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite, th- one of my favorite things in comedy, is listening or any anybody listening to foreign people that's that whose first language is another language other than English do an impression of like an American accent. Yeah, and I think he did that a couple of times, and it was but, I love hearing. But that. if you but in the thing he said, his first language is not is it Indian or whatever it is. It his first language is. English. English. Yeah. He said first, my first language is English, but I was brought up in this, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yes, you're right. Because obviously but he has he's the got the accent and everything else. Yes. So it, it, it's funny to hear people do that. I've heard like, uh, hey, buddy, how you doing? Yeah. It's like something like that. English yeah. people that, that from like England do like an American accent right. in English. Um, it's that always kind of amazes me because you hear constantly American people who speak English doing accents from other things. But um, so it's funny to hear it the other way around. Um, Counting 20 seconds of silence. uh, He he counted it out. He's the worst counter in the world. You know what though? Here's the thing. This is what I wrote down. Counting 20 seconds of silence took 22 seconds. I was going to say, timed it. yeah, good. Cause it went like he would put up, it would. So I'm going to say this out loud as I put my fingers up. Cause this is how he was counting. It was one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven. And I was like, what dude? where, what are you doing? And you're not doing a Mississippi you're not doing a one one thousand. You doing, ain't even doing a one one hundred. What are you doing up there? A different state. <laughs> what is this? One Mississippi, two one Ohio, <laughs> one Mississippi, two Ohio, three Connecticut, four New Mexico, five. <laughs> 
um, <laughs> really, a lot of a lot of states have three syllables. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right. No matter how big they are, Ohio, right? Four letters. Yeah. And... Yeah. New Jersey. Yep. Um, all right, dear Das, good job. Check it out if you want to. Um, I just realized that I have to come up with a Mount Rushmore this week. All the stuff I read and prepared for this thing, I gotta, um, I gotta come up with a Mount Rushmore. And you have a comedy special. Ah. Um, so this is the part where you all get to watch us think. I've already got a comedy special. I, I'm I'm prepared. Good for comedy. Good. I, because I, I'm pretty excited about this one when I saw it pop up here just the other day when I looked. And you might have an idea. I kind of thought we have our Netflix probably pop up the same things. Yep. Yep. Uh, and uh, it is called where to go here. Now it's not going to be the first. This happens all the time. It's not the first thing. I know. All right. Uh, this is some more Queen Chandelier. Oh, okay. what were you thinking? Um, I'm not going to tell you the Jim Jeffries gonna... high and dry. No, no. Uh, that's another possibility, but there's another thing I saw that. I... No way. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That maybe I'll say for next week. Some, what is some more's, uh, called again? It's called queen chandelier. That's right. I did see that. So we will check out some more. I think she was just in Cincinnati recently. Oh, really? Dude, she's hilarious. Yeah. What what else did you see? Because I'm not seeing anything crazy in there. Well, you'll just have to find out next week. I guess I will. All right. All right. So while we were doing all that fun stuff, did anything uh did anything come to your um what you what you were thinking? So we've already done Mount Rushmore of baseball cards, right? Have we have we done like year and brand and everything? I think so. Yeah, I feel like we did that. Um, I'm gonna go Mount Rushmore. I might I might be lazy here and keep it with a team. Okay, there's nothing nothing wrong with that. Let's go Mount Rushmore of Let's make it. I like the idea so far. I like the idea. Thank you. Mount Rushmore of Kentucky Wildcats. Whoa. Kentucky Wildcats. Kenny Skywalker Johnson. Kenny Skywalker. Yeah. I don't know why I said Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Skywalker. Um uh, Jamal, Jamal off the wall. Give me the ball, Walker. Sorry, that just came to my sure, head. You can throw him in with Kentucky <laughs> if you want. Can throw a Xavier guy in there? Sure. Uh, man, you know, Tony Delk. <laughs> Tony Delk set the record for three pointers made in a, in a championship game. Antoine I remember Walker. that. I think I was in my Uncle Gary's basement when I watched that. Wow. The last person I would ever think that's where I was at watching a national championship basketball game. Uh, yeah. It's funny where you find yourself. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Tony Delk. I remember when he hit that three to set the record. I was like, it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
I used to, I, I like that is for some reason, that's one of those stupid things that's in my head forever. I'm sure that, that, that number has to have been broken. I would think, but for like, I would use that as a trivia question when I was trying to get people all the time, like back when I, sports trivia was my life for a while. Like that's yeah. all I just want prided myself in sports trivia. I, go ahead. Sorry. I didn't, I don't, I don't want to interrupt you, but I got for, I think for either I bought it for myself around Christmas time or somebody got it for me for Christmas. I think I bought it. I'm pretty sure I bought it. I can't remember anything. I think I bought it for myself when I was Christmas shopping. Um, I do that a lot. I think I bought it. I might have bought it for myself. I don't know. Somebody might have bought it for me. You don't know. You're the only person in your house. Either way, you don't know if you bought it or somebody else did. Yeah. Dude, not only are your eyes going, you don't remember my name in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> I don't I, my brain's going, my <laughs> eyes are going, everything is. Um, At least you got your hair. I got, yeah, I do have that. Um, I have the ESPN sports trivia board game. Oh, that sounds awesome. I just got it like in the last year. Yeah. How am I ever going to play that? I live by myself. <laughs> And I don't know it. I don't know enough. You gotta have a stag night, man. You gotta have a stag night. Come over. You have you and your pops over. I'm, and, I'm in for that, hundred yeah. percent. All right. Yep. I love, but then, no, yeah. Tony Delk, Kenny Skywalker, Tayshawn Prince. Ooh. That's a good one. And then you've got Bogans. There's a thousand of them that we can't use because they're all one year guys. You can't if you want. I'm not using them. I mean the they're... the twins. What were them? What were them twins names? Those teams oh, yeah, sucked yeah. anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. You had uh, Daniels from Princeton. Uh, yep, Eric Daniels. Eric Daniels. Eric Daniels. Yep. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, a lot of guys. A lot of Kentucky guys. A lot of Kentucky guys. Jamal McGlore. I want to say. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, this is. Uh, I've got a buddy, big Kentucky. I got quite a few buddies, big Kentucky guys. They would. They'd be going crazy on this. They'd be saying people's names we don't know. Yeah. They'd be doing my 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 Jamie Gladden Savior call <laughs> yeah. out. <laughs> Jamie Gladden. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. I love it. All right, man. So we got everything set up for next week. Um, not sure what we have going on next week. Wednesday, the Big East tournament will already have started. Uh, maybe we'll try to get um, Mr. Baum, Mr. Baum, Baum on uh, before the tournament. Um, sometime, uh, Bobby Nightingale at some point with uh, with spring training. Maybe we'll talk about how big the base is in baseball these days. So, just kidding, uh, but we definitely will talk about some more, some more, mm-hmm. or some less, some more. Uh, we'll Queen Chandelier, out. and then we will also talk about uh, who our favorite Kentucky Wildcats are. Yep. And until then, don't forget to turn your headlights on.